January 9th, 2022. We're continuing in Nefesh HaHayim and Sha'ab Dalid, Perekaf Aleph. This is the last of the several Perakim in which Nefesh HaHayim took a little bit of a detour. Of course, it's on the Inyan. It's been on the issue of Talmud Torah, which to a large extent is all of Sha'ab Dalid. But over here has been just talking, and this will be the last of them, Ma'alot of Talmud Torah. So specifically, and they've been a little bit disjointed on purpose, he's talking about the great value and, and levels that a person who studies and immerses himself in Torah is able to reach. And then he'll go back a little bit more, back onto the track he was leading us, prior to this interlude some five, six, maybe seven chapters ago. Anyway, he continues, he says, in, in concluding this conversation, what he's been doing until now is while you're alive and you're studying Torah, the capabilities, the uh, comprehension that you'll have. The last period he was talking about the razin ilayin, those, uh, those, those elevated secrets which will be revealed through study of Torah in appropriate fashion. Vim kolkach nifle'a madregatam, page 729 here in the blue book. Madregatam shel omle Torah, gam be'odam ha'olam he hashuch. It's as if uh, what we're describing is uh, this wondrous uh, capability of those who study Torah in this world while alive. With their Ruach HaKodesh, we used that word last week, if you recall, the Gemara Masechet Bavabatra, or where is it on Daf Yod Bet, which talks about the Hacham, Adif Minavi, and the capability with Ruach HaKodesh, we quote the words of Ra'avad, and so forth. Ruach HaKodesh is something someone who's immersed in Torah is able to achieve. We imagine it only as a Navi, Nivuaz Arambam says it's an elevated level. Ruach HaKodesh means a depth of understanding. A person who studies Torah is touching on truth. If a person who's alive is able to grasp and look with Ruach HaKodesh on Or HaElyon anytime, and certainly in this Perek, we refer to Chokhmah, we refer to absolute truths, we refer to it as Or. That's the words of the Mekubalim always. So the Or HaElyon, Gedolim Sadikim Bemitatan Yoter Mi Behayehen Hi, Dave. How are you? Long time no see. He says, Gedolim Sadikim Bemitatan, the righteous ones in, in their death, after they're, uh, they're deceased from this world, they're greater, so to speak, than when they were alive, Le'en Aruch, without, uh, without, without being able to, in a boundless way, which means to say he's about to describe uh, after death, uh, abilities to rise as a result of having studied Torah in this world. So you might ask, and it's an appropriate question, how could we or why should we envision or think about what happens afterwards? I mean, we have to focus on this world. It's been a claim against me on more than one occasion when I've talked about olam haba or tahiyat hamitim or futuristic circumstances. And the answer quite simply is when you think about where we're headed in the eyes of the hachamim, in the eyes of the Torah, it helps you understand in turn where you are. If that's my goal, well, that in some way is supposed to inform me about where I am and what I'm supposed to be finding in the here and now. So as a result, that is and should be the vantage point of this entire perik. We'll make it so, specifically. Rabbah Savi'ala Torah Mesot says a person who studied Torah as a Sadiq in this world, his Nishama, which is now purified, which was and is purified, Savi'ala Torah Mesot, it was satiated by Torah Mesot, Vishava il Betavia Mikudasha Umitohara Kashe Nitena. Now it returns, and it's a Pasuk in the Torah, il Betavia, so to speak, to the father's household to its makor, to its origin, um, and it's now still, or returned to be, mikudesh and metoheret, it's elevated in its sanctity and its uh, purity. 
what he's describing again is that that in the womb the child is taught the entirety of Torah, which means to say if you're now over the course of your life endeavoring along the same road, the same path with which you began, it means when you return to that point of origin, so you've now achieved it along the journey and returned home. I went on a, an escapade, I went on a, a discovery mission around the world over the course of my life and then ended where I began, but I began with the skills, with the capability, and now I've seen it all and endeavored upon that journey. That's the description of a person who's appropriately studied Torah. They began there. And now they're returning, but they're returning in an elevated state because they've achieved it. And as a result, we envision after that death, with the Torah, that's a reference to the Gemara, that individual who goes and, and, and comes back from having seen, it's a Gemara Masech Batra in the first Perik as well, seen what the afterlife looks like. And he says, when I entered, I heard a Batkol coming out and saying, there's a Yaakov Shweki, something song along those lines now. Whatever the point is, Talmud biado means his teachings, his learnings is in his hand. This individual, in the afterlife, all the gates of knowledge, of understanding, of perception are opened in front of him. And as a result, to be able to rise and break through the upper worlds. Perhaps after Moshe's death, maybe he lost his ability, as this Midrash, maybe he lost that keter of Me'or Panim in his lifetime, Karan or Panav, Moshe, you were able to look at him, you saw a glowing face, which means you understood, so to speak, in this world, the heights at which he'd arrived. It's similar to Bimeir in the Midrash, who says, Kotnot Or, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu crafts for Adam and Chava. Don't read it as Or with an Ayn of leather, of skin, but rather as Or with an Aleph, light, the, the heights in this world that are achievable are, so to speak, where you're radiating light. Perhaps after death you lose that. What sort of hava amina is that? Of course, the Midrash is going to say it's not so. Why would you think that after death you lost that? It's an ironic spin over here. And the answer is, and it'll be something we'll develop and have developed in the past, it goes as follows. In this world there are challenges. In this world there's the challenge of overcoming and understanding and seeing through the physicality to achieve that or ilyon. Perhaps when you leave this world, then matters are a lot more easy. In other words, there's a lot less, if none, uh, physicality. There's no geshmiut, and as a result, no challenge. Perhaps the or elyon is nistalek from Moshe Talmud Lomar. Not in this world. What do you mean? What, what the... It's a question, it's a question, it's a midrash, it's a question, it's an incredulous question. They're asking it, can you imagine that way? The answer is no. The description is, we envision Moshe as speaking face-to-face with HaKadosh Baruch If it's face-to-face with HaKadosh Baruch envision, quote-unquote, certainly his face, which is 
that eternal uh, reality, which is glowing, of course, not in the literal sense, so to that of Moshe, which we don't mean in the literal sense either. We talk about the level which he achieved. Velo Moshe bilvad, and continues the Midrash. It's not only Moshe. Death is only a segue to a future and different life is the description. Of course, the words of the Gemara, in the first chapter, in the first Perek, where it's Yaakov Avinu Lomet. The Pasuk describes his death. It describes how they embalmed him, how they mummified him, and so forth. But the Pasuk never explicitly says that he died. Well, what's that supposed to mean? Well, it's a description along these lines of a person who has achieved so much in this world. A, they have an eternal legacy in this world through children, grandchildren, community, which they've affected. But furthermore, there's a continuity because they've begun in this world and olam haba. I remember as a child uh, being in uh, a shtibul near my home and they had a CD of Rav Pam. Rav Pam was the uh, Rosh Hashiva of Torvadas and it said on it, olam haba is oif dem alma, I forgot. Got the exact wording. Well, it was Yiddish, and basically was saying that you can and should experience Olam Haba in this world. So I listened to it. CDs, back in the day of CDs. So I listened to it. Didn't understand most of the Yiddish. Probably still wouldn't today. But that was the message. That was the, that was the theme. It's a theme that we're all familiar with. You're seeking, and again, that's what I was mentioning in the onset of this class. You're seeking within Olam Hazeh the Olam Haba. Izoif Olam Hazeh, maybe it was. But I mean, you're seeking that in this world. That's, that's the description. If you found it in this world, so kivyachol, I mean, that's the description of Eliyahu, that's the description of Hanoch. You've elevated, you've ascended, you've transcended this world, and you're, so to speak, in Olam Haba already here. That's the same sort of derasha. There's a hekesh, kivyachol, between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, same way that the Hakadosh Baruch Hu is eternal in his stature, so too that Talmud Hakam. Again, the vision, as I understand, the perspective is such that he's achieved it in this world, and that is something from which he came, and in turn, it's where he's returning to as well. That's the understanding. Yes, important question. Says Judah, uh, if it's not from uh, Yalduto, the statement in this Midrash was Mi Yalduto Ve'adziknuto. So the way I understand it is that we're certainly talking about in terms of levels. But the understanding of returning to exactly where you came from means you were on a track the entire time. So if you went off a little bit, it means you're not exactly returning to the stature you were at, which we imagine as your full capacity, your full potential, because at points or at the beginning or at the end, you were a little bit off of it. If you're truly going to return to the absolute potential moment and time in which your origins really were, so that's going to be something that was constant. That's not to say it's an all or nothing endeavor. It's certainly, but that's, that's, that's the significance over here. Vecha. Biakiva, great example. Biakiva until he's 40 years old. Well, Moshe Rabbeinu wow. certainly yeah. did things, certainly did things, but as a leader, uh, he, was, he was quite of age when he returns to Mitzrayim. At least according to the Torah Shbikhtav, Torah Shbalpeh, he discovered Akadosh Baruch Hu long before, either three, or, well, you know, Mahloket, Mahlok in the Midrash, Mahloket Harambam and Ra'avad. But certainly, certainly to understand and to accept Mi Yaldutov Adzik as if 
that's going to be achievable by someone, well, first and foremost, it's too late if you pass Yaldutah, unless you did it from the beginning. But the description, the description is more than anything, we're envisioning the greatest of achievements. That's an important conversation we've had, we should have again, but not now, about the Kiseh HaKabod and the Nishamot HaHasuvot. Description over here is that in some way the nefesh, your soul, is being cleansed or is being purified through that or ha'ilyon ha'ganus. This is the first of several references he'll have to this. What is the or? Let's translate the words. The light, ilyon, elevated. Ha'ganus means geniza, we know, means it's tucked away. And he cites a pasuk along those lines. What's the or ha'ganus? That's what I'd like to spend a little bit more time today uh, to uncover this one by definition. When you talk about something being hidden, it's going to be a little hard to reveal it because in the most basic sense, I don't really understand hidden matters. But we'll touch on the very contours of this hidden matter, of this or ha'ganus. But that's the first reference. first reference is this person will achieve, and the description is in their afterlife. Afterlife, you'll be able to achieve or to bask in the glory of that Or Ha'ilyon. By the way, parenthetically, with regards to the Talmud Hacham and the similarity to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so Musa, should, his, his legs should get better soon, but he likes to cite, it happens to be Harambam, it's a Midrash, that the Pasuk says, Ve'ahavta et Adonai Ruech B'chulba Ve'chabuchon Abshechabuchon Me'odecha, and Ve'ahavta et, and that's the Gemara, really, the Gemara has that the et, the Derashah, and all the et, et is coming to be Miyater, is there really an et, Hashem Elokecha, can you really have something more than the love of God? How can you, listen, if I talk about Kabed et and I say, the it tells me also my older brother. No, no, also my older brother. All right, no, I mean, my parents, certainly in terms of my honor to them, but I can say, if I had an older brother, I could also maybe my older brother as well. But it, it, something you're going to put in any way parallel, even in the imaginative sense, to Akadosh Baruch Hu. The understanding is a true Talmud Hacham is an individual whom we can turn to and should turn to if they've done it right in this world and see almost the most glorified and purified Salem Elohim achievable. That's what we're dealing with when we refer to as well throughout. Now again, there are levels and there are grades to all, but that's in terms of paralleling. It sounds like it's out there. That's the statement already in the Gemara. Haram Bam cites in this in his Sefer HaMitzvot as well, with regards to how to do Ve'ahavta, not only with HaGadosh Baruch Hu, Kiv Yachol, but through his emissaries, so to speak, through his representation in this world, the Tamid HaChacham, Perek HaMad Batra, Ma'ye Esbe'a Behakitz Timunatecha, Elu Tamid HaChamim, Shemenadedim Shena Me'inehem Ba'olam Hazeh, HaGadosh Baruch Hu, Masbi'an, Miziva Shekhinah Da'olam Haba' Adirasha, in which I'm staying awake to see you, God. It's those who 
uh, withhold the urge of sleep in this world. So it means in the afterworld, uh, you have that opportunity. Again, there's the, uh, there's a must be on, they're satiated with ziva shechina, with the splendor, with the radiance of, he told us, or ha'elyon ha'ganuz, perik helik, darish rabbi Yehuda berbi Simon, kol mashhir panav al divrei Torah ba'olam hazeh. Any person who blackens his face on divrei Torah in this world, if I'm not mistaken, the most simple interpretation to blackening your face is if you're using a candle and you're, you're hovering over, you're crouched over a page with the candle nearby, because it's nighttime and Rov Talmudo is at night, so then your face is going to get a little bit darkened or very darkened from the soot of the uh, of the candles. I think that's the t- simple interpretation, unless you tell me, doctor, that over the course of not sleeping enough, so your face, or not being, I don't know, your face gets dark. I think that's the interpretation. I could, so, and so your face almost looks ashen. Okay. Uh, I like the candle interpretation. I think some of the Mephashim say it that way. Anyway. HaKadosh Baruch Hu mavhik zivo la'olam haba kivyachol. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will then add to the radiance of your complexion in the next world. V'hakol lefi erek rov iskov nifleot devekuto batorah kedoshah kemosh katuv betana deve eliyahu and of course it's all commensurate to uh, the Isaac the and the tirha, the amount you've put into it, it's a derashah and tanad veliyahu, elsa sadikim ha-neemar bahem ve-ohavav keset ha-shemesh b-burato, ma she-enken b-malachhe ha-sharet, kivyachol the sadikim are keset ha-shemesh b-burato, they have that light of the strength of the sun, not the angels, ma yafeh kocho shel ba'al ha-bayit Keter avadav kimo kitro kivyachol hakadosh baruch hu takes of his light and emanates it and beams it onto those who are his servants, those who worship him, the sadikim. Vim tomar mishikara harba harbe v'shana harbe mishikara v'shana kima yihiye meor penehem shavin kehad mor panim laolam haba. Perhaps it's uh, listen. You just have to be in. Once you got in, you studied a little bit, so you're in. Hard hava amina. And it doesn't matter how much. So you did a lot. He did a little. We're all in. We got there. If it's the basket radiance of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're going to distinguish Enoken Baruch HaMakom Baruch Hu She'en Lefanav Masopanim HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a deen, has a judgment accordingly uh, so it means according to your endeavor Lefum uh, Sa'ara Agra, according to how much you put in according to your toil, that's the reward Ne'emar B'makom That's the that's the derash. That's the derasha of the of the midrash. And so the midrash says, it's just listen. If you if you open the door, you got beamed by the light. Chala. So if I got the door open, you got it. I did a little bit less, maybe a lot less than you, but we both got the light. Not the not. No, don't go. To, no, don't go to the bank. Everybody that not Well, if you, it's, it's about the process, if you will. Vihuhu, and here's what I'm looking for the most in our discussion. I know we have 15 minutes to develop it, but here's what I touched on earlier, and here's where he returns. This is the secret of that light which was created on day one. Through which, or with which, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tucked it away, hid it for the righteous ones. Vechenita Bazohar. And it says, since the words of Zohar, Bil Azar Patah, Bil Azar began by, by citing Marav to Vecha Safanta. Look at the goodness, God, which you tucked away. 
Tahaze, come and see. As the Derasha Kuchabrihu, Baral Barnash, Be'alma, Kadosh Baruch Hu created human beings in this world. Ve'atkin le'en lemeheve shalim bepulchana. He created capability of becoming shalem, complete in our worship. Ule'atikna orhoi, and to correct our ways. Begin di iskelin hora ila'ad ganiz kuchabrihu le'sadikaya. It's by so doing, says the Midrash, it's by so doing, the Iskele Nahora, that you'll be able to be Zokheh, uh, to merit the light, the supernal light, the Ganiz Kuchabrihu Sadikaya, that's referring to some light which is set aside for the righteous ones. It cites a Pasuk, Ayn Norata, Yasenem Hakelo, Ubamezacha Barnash Lahu Nehora, and how do you achieve that light? Be'oraita, through study of Torah. Well, if we'll pause right there and just step back a bit and understand what we're referring to and in turn the achievement of it or the method to its achievement. Again, we're referring to, throughout this period, what's clear as somewhat of a simple, of course it's more complex once you think about what it actually means, but it's a simple message according to your achievement in this world in terms of Torah. Don't believe that now there's an altogether different reality afterwards. It only continues. If we imagine the afterlife as one in which any achievement I've had here is only magnified, is only set further without the obstacles that I have over here, so then it makes a lot of sense. That's the, uh, the that's the rov tufcha, that's what's awaiting me. But there's this return to this Or HaGanuz, which might be words that you've heard beforehand. There's actually, I think, a city in Israel called Or HaGanuz. There's a printing press called Or HaGanuz. These words are thrown around often. Everybody seems to have heard them. There's a light which is hidden. Uh, first and foremost, what's, where did this come from? We saw Zohar, there are other references to it. And secondly, can we understand, because as I said, and I'll repeat again, to envision something that is not in any way applicable to me in this world is very hard, and it's a question of futility. Why am I looking and thinking about something that I have nothing to do with, unless there is something that I in some way am achieving in this world, a glimpse at that or haganus, whatever it is. So let's just take a few big steps backward starting with the fourth pasuk in the Torah. The fourth pasuk in the Torah describes HaKadosh Baruch Hu's aftermath of the creation of Or. The third pasuk describes HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying, Yehi Or, Yehi Or, there's light. Next pasuk says, Vayar Elohim et Or Kitov. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees the light because it's got Vayavdel, because it's complete, excuse me. Vayavdel Elohim ben Aoru ben Ahoshech. And then he separates between darkness and light. Wait a second. What happened before the division, before the separation between darkness and light? It appears as if there's some sort of conglomerate, some sort of togetherness between light and darkness. Well, what are you talking about? And that's what's told. The complete nature, says the Pasuk, is when darkness and light are mixed together. That's the top, and only then is it Vayavdil, says Rashi. You want to know what this pasuk is referring to? It goes as follows. The initial creation is the Or, which is together with darkness. There's no separation, no division. It's all one. Kitop. That's the most complete light. Then God separates, and uh, we continue onward. What would you do with that original light? What am I supposed to make of this? Why is the Torah telling me about something that I have no in no way it, uh, can achieve, or no way have any uh, vantage point or perspective on it? Says Rashi, it is, and he's citing from the Gemara, Masechet Hagigandaf Yod Bet. This is the Or Haganuz, the set aside, mysterious, hidden light for the righteous Le'atid Lavo, for the Sadikim Le'atid Lavo. Uh, still not ma- making life all that easier. Before it was separated, before I found it. Yes, yes. Before it was separated, it was or with Hoshech, 
or mitocha choshech and together with choshech, which is the or haganus, which we in some way lost after the separation. It happens to be, there's an important midrash, Malbim calls attention to it, that perhaps that's what Am Yisrael were in some way encountering during Makat Hoshech, to envision a time during which there's darkness for some and light for others, he suggests based on the midrash, that's Or Haganus, it's this conglomerate, it's this all-togetherness, and those who, either HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose or are uh, righteous enough to behold it, have the, have the accessibility to Or, to or Haganus. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Well, that all being the case, I, I, I now take you a little bit further, and I, I take a, a, another step backward, and I tell you what we've discussed on many occasions with regards to creation. Creation begins all as one. The Biriyav, Tohu, Vavo, in the first two Pesukim in the Torah, is the creation of all together, which means Teshamayim and Aretz are all one. What uh, Ramban refers to in the Latin or the Greek, Homer Hiuli, we call it formless matter. There's something, Dr. Dr. Glazer always tells me to call it ether. Am I right? Heil, some, anyway, regardless, that's what you're referring to at the beginning of creation, and then over the course of creation, the separation, which means to say that technically, and in the real sense, all is one. Well, if God is the source of all of existence, so of course all is one. It means anything and everything I encounter and am in this world is really God. Hard to put my, wrap my head around that. What are you talking about? This is a table, this is a cup, this is me, these are my clothing, and that's you. What do we mean we're all God? In some way, since the source of all existence is God, since his presence pervades throughout, although it appears to you and me as if there's separation, what we call alma de peruda, at its core, and I know it's hard to conceptualize, it's really all one. So it begins all as one, and then as we set forth an existence for human beings who are not God, we need to cause and bring forth separation. But I remind you again, in reality, it's all one. It's oftentimes hard to understand that unless you've gone through something in life where you can envision beginning in one place and it appears altogether different, but you return back there and you say, wait a second, this all made sense. It was all one track. It was so misleading as if there were so many factors and variables involved. They were really all driving in the same direction. That's the general vision over here. So of course, that's the or of day one as well. It's a perfect unity. It's not separated. It's an almadi ihud. It's a oneness, an absolute oneness. And then we're going to separate it to bring forth existence just like we did throughout Sheshit Yimei Bereshit. Well, that being the case, I take you one step further. That's what seven chapters from now. He makes the following bold claim. He says, prior to eating from Etz Hadad, you should know that Adam Harishon was involved with Or Haganus. Well, that makes a lot of sense. When you're in that world, prior to what we call Shivira, to the separation as we know it and experience it, when you're in a Gan, and the only presence is you, so to speak, and God, well, in that world of sorts, in that existence of sorts, of course there's an Or Haganus, of course, it's all one. It's what the Gemara is alluding to in Masechet Hagiga when it says that, Haka, that, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu imbues Adam Harishon with the capability to have sight from one side of the world to the other side of the world. 
Does that mean that our eyesight diminished physically, per se, after the eating? Maybe. Alternatively, it's a reference to the perception, the understanding, the ability. I mean, I think we all know it. You turn to important people, and I mean important people, people with insight, when you have a, a moment of conflict. You're uncertain how to make sense of the many variables in front of you, and that person or people are able to put them all together for you. How are they putting them all together for you? To you, it appeared as if these can't work together. I have this vision, he has another vision. How are we going to make a pishara? How's this all going to come together? Without compromising in the traditional sense, I'm able to find one aspect which links this all together, and as a result, you have a new vision and perspective. Well, that's the understanding. The understanding of this or haganus is that ability, is a world in which you don't need to see and you won't see separation. You'll just see God throughout, divinity, spirituality. That's what it is. But it appears as if we have this coarse existence in which there's gashmiut, this materialism which, which, which really pervades. That's a facade. What really underlies all that is a spark of divinity, is that, is that source, is that shefa of or elyon. Well, continuing forward, I should tell you the Gemara and Masechet Shabbat and Davkuf Memvava Mudalif that we've cited, oh, good two dozen times over the course of these classes, says that as we received the Torah, the zuhama, that poison, that filth, which the Nahash injected Chava and all of humanity with, was lost. Torah restored us back to our original moment in which we had, my words, or ha'elyon, or ha'ganus. Wait a second, that means as we had Torah, it was really all one which means to say further that Torah itself, I dare say it, represents the Or HaGanuz. That's where you're finding it. If you're seeking in this world a greater understanding, a depth of perception, I want to understand what it's really all about. Life seems confusing. It means look through the light, look through the real prism. Where am I finding that real prism? Well, you could either return back in history to the time of Adam HaRishon or alternatively return to Ma'amad HaSinai, study Torah. In fact, Hayim of Alajan, the, the, the author of our Nefesh Hayim, in his introduction to the book of his rabbi, of Gaon Mivilna, Shenot Eliyahu, here in source number six, he writes, Umi balade or toratam kemete olam bemahashachim hoshivanu. That's a reference to a pasuk in Echa, which the Gemara cites in Masechet Sanhedrin in the context of Talmud Bavli. It says, Without true Torah, we'd be ensconced, we'd be enveloped by darkness. Do you follow those words? The or is nignaz. Wait a second, you told me for the righteous in the future. That's right, but here's the key line. But you can find it, we can find it in the Torah. Which means to say, day one has... Here's the reality. Here's how it's going to work for Adam. You're no longer going to be able to see it all as one. Really? Yeah, when are you? In the future. So what am I doing in this world? I'm living in a dark world? Oh, it's a dark world, but you'll have glimpses of Or Haganus. When? Well, open a book and understand Torah. If you understand Torah, that's the flashlight. That's the candle which is being lit and giving you that ichud, that understanding of how things do come together. It's not just me. It's not a behaim of Alajan. It's his son citing from several Kabbalistic works as well in source number seven. It's a nefesh ahayim, his haggahot, the son of Rabchaim Chaim They called him Rab Itzel of or Be Itzhak of So he has notes on the beginning of nefesh ahayim in several other places. 
places. He cites from the Derashav, the Chachamim and Masechet Hagiga, and he continues and he tells you, you want to know where you find that Or Haganus? I know. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saved it for the righteous in the future. That's right, but you can find it even in this world. Really? How so? When? Last several words on the last line of him, Vo'ar Bazohar Shaha'or Nignaz Be'oraita. After all, the word for Torah in Aramaic is Oraita. Or, or is what it's all about. The light, which gives you the ability to see it all as one, instead of the disparate, disjointed existence that we know. If you want to understand how it all comes together, you want the story from beginning to end in one, well, that's Torah. It, what's that? Torah or, that's it. So you didn't like my example of candle. All right, or, true light. In truth, and, and this is just cute more than anything, but I think true at the same time in a different, on a different level. Beta Levi, that's, uh, that's uh, Rabbi Yashaber Salvechik, who's the father of Rabbi Chaim Salvechik, the rabbi of Slotsk. In his book, in his Derashot, in Derasha Yod Het, it's a very famous Derasha. He cites several Midrashim, and when he pieces them all together, this is what he sets forth. He says that the Luhot, the first Luhot, were very different than the second Luhot. The first Luhot, if you looked at them, the entirety of of Torah Bichtav and Torah Balpeh, the entirety of the Torah as we know it, the written text and all the traditions and interpretations were found on it. Hard to wrap our head around what that means. After the Shivira, after the shattering of Moshe, we now have a division. There's Torah Bichtav, Hamisha Humshe Torah, Nevim and Ketubim, and then there's Torah Balpeh, which is separate. Listen to the beauty of the description. It was once all one, Bishat Matan Torah. Heta Egel, the aftermath, after the Paskazu Hamatan and it returns, well, now it's disparate and disjointed. You could still piece it together. You have to study it appropriately and make those connections. You've brought it all back. What does this mean in the practical sense? Well, the practical sense, again, means if you want a depth of understanding, if you want to understand, it's through the Torah. That's how you find the oneness. We quoted just two weeks ago, Hakdamata Ramban to his Perush al-Hatorah. Ramban in source number nine says that if you want to find understanding in Torah, just envision it in the right way. From the Bet of Bereshit, the first letter in the Torah, until the Lamed of Yisrael, the last letter in the Torah, it's all Shemotav, it's all names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Really? That's all names of God? God? It doesn't look like that to me. It sounds like Bereshit, but our next word is Elohim. That's the name of God. No, but if you read it all together and you really have a depth of understanding, you'll understand all the names of God. What does that mean? What it means is, again, scaling back to the beginning of creation when it was all one in a real sense. Scaling back to Matan Torah when you have the Or Haganuz embodied on those Luchot Rishonim. When you understand Torah at its deeper level, you then understand that it has the capability and it holds within it the potential to find a unity of existence, a unity of thought and understanding. The Gemara and Masechet Shabbat, which we always cite in this context, has the Malachim asking, why are you giving the Torah to human beings? Why not give it to us? And of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds, well, Moshe, you're going to give the answer to that question. What sort of question is that the Malachim, the angels think they could have the Torah? They have parents, they have inclinations. What sort of statement is that? Unless the Torah would have been split differently for angels, which means to say the Torah is this one. It's this absolute unity, and it in turn reveals all sorts of different messages. So the angels could have one, and human beings could have an altogether different one. Again, the Or Haganus is to be found in Torah Or, in Oraita. I'll conclude with this in terms of the general and overarching message, Gaon Vilna here in source number 11, in a very famous commentary to Shir Hashirim Perek Al Pasuk Gimam, 
comments on the fact that the Torah does not ever mention explicitly olam haba, which is a hard thing to wrap your head around, especially those who scoff at its existence. How come we can't point to an explicit verse in the Torah which tells us about olam haba? Says Gaon Medilna, I'll tell you why. Because the mission, the chore, the task of each of us is, remember the CD I told you about, I saw of Rav Palm, it's to find the olam haba in the olam hazeh. So if you're thinking about it only in the future, if it's only an or haganuz la sadikim le'ati, Level, so it's out of sight, out of mind. If the Torah only talks about that ultimate stage as in the future, out of this world, so then I won't find it in this world. Alternatively, says Gaon Mivilna, Veshachanti betocham. The Pasuk says in Parashat Terumah, I will dwell amidst you. You can find Or Haganus here. You can find my presence. Olam Abai here. Velotigal nafshiyetchem. He cites another Pasuk, which means to say that the vision that Nefesh Hayim sets forth for us over here through the study of Torah, through, uh, bringing me to an absolute Or Haganus being revealed to me, yes, that's when it'll be absolutely revealed. When you're out of this world and there's no division, so then it's absolutely clear. The unity is one in a way that cannot be achieved in this world. If you're seeking the glimpses, if you're seeking that radiance of light from this Or Haganus, you're to find it in none other than Or in the Or Torah. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.